Hello, and welcome to Listen and Evolve with me, a podcast series. This episode is Open Your Mind. You can listen to this podcast series or Wide Open Spaces with Elise anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcast. Also, check me out at WideOpenSpacesWithElise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Now let's pop in our earbuds and let's evolve together. So excited to be on my second segment of Listen and Evolve with me. I'm going to make this more lighthearted. It's going to be a shorter segment than the Wide Open Spaces with Elise series episodes in my other podcast. So I have this book. It's called um, Self-Care Empowerment. There's no author, but I will read on the back. It says Aluria and Arcia, so I will give them credit for this. And I pulled out a card out of this box, and this is what the card says. What can I do to push negativity aside and focus on positivity? Let's read that one more time. What can I do to push negativity aside and focus on positivity? Well, I thought this was just a great card that I pulled out because there's a lot of negativity in the world. I mean, we've all experienced negativity, but with politics and religion and race and thoughts and beliefs, God, there's so much negativity out there. And so I want to reverse that in my own life. Can I try to change others? Yes, but we also know how futile that can be, how frustrating that can be. And so the power that I have is within myself. And I try to be open-minded as a therapist, as an individual, to look at everybody equally. But yet we all know that internally we have biases and preferences and groups and people that we gravitate towards more. And so I had an interesting experience this weekend and it had me tap into my own thought process and the way that I look at a particular group of people. And so I was in the Bahamas this weekend at a hotel called Bahamar. And when I was researching it, the restaurants and stuff, I saw a lot of kosher, kosher restaurants. thought how great that is. I mean, my sister-in-laws are kosher. And so, you know, I know it can be hard when you're out. And I didn't think anything of it. And so then I get there. And I understand why now. And then I hear from other people who are more familiar with the hotel. And what do I see? The ultra-Orthodox Jewish observers. Now, if you're not familiar with the Jewish religion, it has different areas. It has very modern and that kind of goes into uh, new names and different names. So I'm not familiar. Reform, conservative, orthodox, Hasidic. So there's different delineations within the Jewish religion. I'm probably in the most liberal section in my observation. I celebrate the main holidays, but I don't really make it a big part of my life. However, I've read many books about Orthodox Judaism and Hasidic, and yes, they were fiction. But as you read fiction, you begin to believe some of it, and there was a lot of 
let's say a negative light shined on the Orthodox and Hasidics. And so you start to internalize that, even though you're, you're reading fiction, right? And I didn't realize it. And then I watched this show on Netflix. I don't know if you've watched it called Unorthodox, where she got out of the ultra-Orthodox part of her religion and all the trials and tribulations and how she felt and how she felt as a female being in that part of Judaism. And so this is all I've seen and always have heard from when I was a young kid that they don't really look at Reformed Jews as being Jewish and just always being fed this information, right? We all watch the news. Depending on what news channel you watch, you're fed information. You observe and you absorb that information. And you may believe all of it or some of it, part of it, small pieces of it, but yet you're absorbing the information. So from a young age, learning about the Jewish religion, this was what I absorbed. What I was taught that Reformed Jews aren't really looked at as upon as really being Jewish and feeling like I wasn't Jewish enough because of that. And then reading these books and then learning about the Holocaust and why all Jews, no matter what and how you celebrated it and embraced your religion, were persecuted. And so here I am at this hotel. And everywhere are these ultra-Orthodox. And immediately I know why they emphasize kosher food. And I was there for four nights and I got to observe a lot. And in this observation, I guess this is where I take the negativity and focus on the positive. And in this time, my entire perception has changed of this group of people. Now, yes, were the women in long skirts and their arms were covered and their heads were covered? Absolutely. Is that something I would ever do? Absolutely not. That's not for me. The men I would see carrying around their leather little pouches, which has, I won't get into it, but something that they do as a religious thing each day. It's a tradition. It's part of their daily life. And so I saw a lot of separation of the men and the women, which is traditional and orthodox. But what was the beauty that I saw? I always was taught that the women and the orthodox religion were suppressed, that they were looked at lesser than the men. And, and I don't need to get into it. And if you're interested, you can look into some of their practices and beliefs. But what I saw, and I'm not denying those other things and how people feel, but what I saw was women, a camaraderie of women laughing in the pool, enjoying themselves. They have this immediate group because of their commonality because they are such a small group of people. And watching them and observing them and listening to their laughter, 
day after day, and some even engaged with us, which I was always taught how they just keep to themselves, except in business. So all these beliefs and all these things that I've always believed kind of started to turn. Not that I looked at them negatively, but I also didn't look at them in a positive light because of the information that I had been fed. And so unexpectedly, I'm exposed and I'm seeing them in their daily existence at this hotel. And I saw such beauty in these women, even though they were covered in head to toe, how they cared for each other and helped each other and loved each other. And it was beautiful. And I evolved in that moment. And so now I want you to think, really think and dig deep. Do you have preconceived notions about people who have a different color skin than you, who have a different religion than you, who have a different political affiliation than you, who have you have a degree and they don't, or vice versa. Male and female. I want you to dig deep and evolve here. We all have internal prejudices. Doesn't mean you're a racist or an anti-Semite or someone who's against the LGBTQ community, but you still have these internal biases. We all have them. Nobody can say you don't. If you went to college and you have a degree, you're going to think highly of yourself versus someone who doesn't. It's natural. You're more educated. In book smart, but they may be more educated in life smart. And that's how I want you to start to change your biases. Look, get to know cultures, read books, understand them. Talk to them. Understand what they feel if, if they've experienced racism. I know a lot of times I've seen um, African Americans and a Jewish person sit down and talk and how such a common thread runs throughout their lives. And so by engaging and understanding, and you don't have to agree you don't have to believe that this is the way people should live, but that understand why a certain group feels a certain way, why they live a certain way. Maybe it's from their upbringing. Maybe they just don't know better, that they're a product of their environment. Maybe you're that product of your environment. Maybe you grew up in a home that was very racist. And so you've just taken on that thought process. But yet I want you to open your mind and look at people through a different light. Look at some of the positives and not just the negatives. Do I feel that women should be covered from head to toe? No. But that doesn't mean that what they're doing is wrong. It's part of their religion. It's part of their beliefs. And I always looked at it in such a negative fashion until I saw these women in the pool, laughing, sitting and having lunch and talking, and they would take care of each other. There was this, you could feel just from observation, this care, this nurturing. And I see these women in such a different light. 
And so I've turned that negative message that's been sent to me my whole life into a positive message when I look at these orthodox women. Do you think you're capable of turning around some of your biases? Be honest with yourself. And if you feel that you can't, that's where you need to research. Sit down and talk to somebody you might not agree with the way they live their life. Maybe you don't understand why someone's kosher. I mean, maybe you think it's ridiculous to have you know, meat and dairy and not have it together. Understand why. Understand why for people who celebrate Ramadan and why they fast all day and then eat at night and pray. Don't look at it as something that's weird. Why do they do that? Why do they stop and they pray to Mecca certain times of the day? Don't think, God, I would hate to have to stop and do that. Ask them why. Why do you do this? Understand, you see, this is the beauty of being human, is that we're not all the same. We're diverse. We're unique. We're beautiful. No matter what we celebrate, what we believe, even if you have somebody who's a friend or a family member who believes in the opposite political party and you just don't understand how they could support one person or the other, ask them and maybe you may find something in there that you can agree with them. Doesn't mean you'll support the person they're supporting, but maybe you'll understand them a little bit better without the rhetoric, without the anger, without the arguing and bickering, but just ask why or how do you feel about this? Make me understand why you support this person. It'll help you from looking at that person in a negative light. Maybe having a little bit of a positive light, even though you don't agree with them. Changing your biases about them a little bit. Maybe you thought just because they supported this person, they believe everything that person says, and it's hard for you to interact. Maybe they don't. Maybe they only believe in parts, but they can't vote for the other person because they don't believe in them at all. So, and give them why you feel the way you feel about what you're supporting. It's about evolving, my friends. It's about growing. That is what this series is. Listen and evolve with me. Because this past weekend I had an experience where I evolved. Because I stopped, I observed, I listened, and I opened my mind to understanding a little bit more. And finding beauty in something that I thought, thought was very repressive. And so I've changed that negativity into positivity. Now it's your turn. Can you change your negative biases into positive outlook and frame a way you look at someone or something or the color of their skin or their religious beliefs or their identity and how they identify themselves? Ask, question, research, learn, open your mind's eye. Open your eyes to the uniqueness and the diversity that's in the world. And there's beauty in all of it. There may be some things you don't agree with,
but there's always beauty. So look at things more through an unbiased eye, through an open mind and an open eye. Thanks so much for joining me at Listen and Evolve with me, a podcast series. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Listen to those birds. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. Check out Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Episode number 139 was published this week. Do you feel defeated? Check it out. And until next week, my friends, ciao.